How y'all doing? Welcome to the OKO show. Man, it's Saturday, y'all. Y'all, y'all ready? We ready, because I know I'm ready. It's the Saturday morning. Shake up. Morning show with your boy OKO. And I'm letting you know what's going on for the college morning hot uh, day today and this week four. And we got many tough matchups coming up today. We're going to give you some times and listings and hot players. We got the mean streaks. We're talking about them linebackers. We got the lockdown. We're talking about the, one of the bestest corners out there. We got, we got, uh, also, we got all kind of kind. All kind of uh, things we like to discuss. We got the skills when we talking about the wide receiver position. We want we got the running backs. We're going to talk about grown men out there handling business out there. And then, you know what I'm saying? That's out there just going hard. You know what I'm saying? This year. And there's many more going to be just eyes just popping out in the middle of the season. All right. We got the number one team, Clemson. Clemson Tigers coming in versus the Charlotte. That's two on one. But every now and then, we're not going to shut down the little guy out of here because we think in number one, they're Clemson. And we got Trevor Lawrence at the quarterback position. It should be an easy win. But, hey, it don't matter what it is. It's college football. You never know when it's an upset. And Charlotte's coming in this game two on one. Trevor Lawrence is not is, – they're undefeated. And yes, they is undefeated, and they're still number one. They still the national championship. So somebody knocked them down. They gonna be that guy. But if you look at Trevor Lawrence, this looking at his stats: fifty nine from ninety seven, eight thirty one, five TDs. But looking at people think, whoa, Heisman candidate, right? Yeah, he hands down. You know. They're winning. They're putting up a little bit of numbers. If you look at Randy, I ain't even got to another number. It's very shocking for people. He got five interceptions. Y'all get you wrong. You can get on that roll as a quarterback. But this year, teams are gaining plan. They have more game film on you. And... He has five, and he got five picks, and you know, would one of these games will it catch up to him? Could this be a game? I don't, I don't think so. But don't be surprised if they get a, a pick, a shot to get a, a pick or two. If they turn into some points, you never know. But I can see Clemson going to four and winning by three or four touchdowns. Um, number two, you got Alabama versus Southern Miss. Alabama coming in number two, three and Southern Miss two and one. And then you want to look at their wide receivers with Alabama. I just don't think Southern Miss is having the production at the cornerback position to handle these three guys. You got Riggs, Judy, Smith. And you look at the Alabama skills. You got Old Miss. You got Tasting A&M. Tennessee, Arkansas, and then the biggest matchup everybody wants to see right now is Judge Burrow and the LSU Tigers come in and they play Alabama. Then December, end of November, in November the 9th, they got LSU coming. And this is going to be the test for Alabama. And I think... 
that's going to be the great game. It's going to be a shootout. Can Alabama play, score enough against these guys? But that's laying on down the road, but that's going to be a big matchup. Also, if they don't test them, that's one of the games I got Alabama as an upset alert, but really wouldn't be an upset alert because they're both in the top ten. And then Mississippi State, Western Carolina, and then the last game of the season, Auburn. Another tough test. So you're looking at a two uh, possible three tough tests for Alabama going down the line. So you're looking at Auburn with Bo Nix and that type of team. If LSU don't get them, Alabama, Auburn will probably get them. If they don't, this guy, this team is the reason why they're number two. And we look at the, the other matchup that's key uh, that's coming up today. And that's coming on the 11, 11 a.m. Uh, kickoff, LSU versus Vandy. And we already know about Vandy. They're 0-2. Looking for their first win and in, in coming at SEC uh, battles right now. And uh, looking for their first win. And you got the three triplets, man, that's, that's lighting it up at wide receiver. Lighting it up. Justin Jefferson, 19 catches, 374. And you got Terrence Marshall. He's a junior. And he's 16 catches, 374, 6 TDs. And then you got the third one, Jamar Chase. And he just chased down to get the ball. He just got 10 catches, 168. He only one TD. But he got a question, right? You see the three guys in the quarter. The quarterback Joe Burrow was freshman. Stats, he's 75 from 90. 83%. 80% of his passes have been completions. 1,122 yards. 11 TDs. But I know I guarantee this. Joe Burrow throws four touchdowns today and beats Vandy. Kind of per easily, probably take a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Vanny threw up another fight, but I don't see them. I want to know what can LSU and their defense front, the identity. I want them to, and Vandy, and Vandy right now just has a lack of running game showing. They, the rushing leader, uh, Kashawn Vaughn, he's only got, got 32 carries, only 130 yards, one TD. Let's see, 4.1 yards of carry, and you got... Preppers and backs around the nation has more than that. And what's your Vandy? If you want to win it, if you're Vandy, you want to get, you want to go into this game. It's against me against them. Nobody's picking you. Ain't nobody saying this, but if you can get the quarterback Neil. Throw a little bit more touchdowns. Get up. If you get the lead, take the three points. Take the threes. Get your sevens. Get your get your get get points off turnovers. And one of the wide receivers to step up. Then he got a shot. But like I said, I don't know if they have the preference of corners. Maybe one or so, but I don't see them have to match up. Pro, uh, they got just matchup problems with the other end with three, them three dynamite receivers out there at LSU. They can score like 
in preferable ways, slants, deep balls, and any wide receivers, they're not dropping it, you know. And next game, we're going to go to the Florida Gators playing against the Tennessee Volunteers. Florida Gators come in here 3-0, and and one thing you didn't know, if, you didn't, <clears throat> if you're not catching up what happened last uh, week, Felipe uh, Franks uh, got hurt, and he's out for the year, had ain't broken his ankle on a, uh, a throw outside the pocket. I mean, for right now, he was kind of up and down, kind of carrying offense to a 3-0 and start because they're not getting too much about out the running game out of Damian Pierce and, and P. Ryan, 16 carries for 35 yards last game. And, I mean, just not going to get it get it done against Kentucky. And um, if you're going against Tennessee, that's – one and two, just trying to get back in this winning mode, <clears throat> and trying to keep, yeah, trying to be two and two, and you want to know who's going to be the quarterback right there. Who's who's starting um, with um, at Florida? We're going to see two quarterbacks, so you're going to see one quarterback lifting on a depth chart. You got uh, Kyle, Kyle Trash. Uh, he's coming in as the number one. Well, we're going to see uh, earlier Jones in there at the number two. We could, we can't have that. So I'm not, if you see two quarterbacks to give it another change of pace because they're not running the ball effectively. Because um, Kyler is more of a, a pocket pocket quarterback in areas and more. Get to the edge, and he could probably make a couple plays. And then if you got Tennessee, you got – if you want to think how can Tennessee win this game, you got uh, Jay Grantino, uh, Jay, uh, and he's a junior. Think about it. He's been there. He's played against Florida, so he knows that rivalry well. So going from – in this season, he's 50 for, 50 for 76, 629 yards, seven TDs, two – Interceptions, and then you know he's most famous with uh, you know uh, Tennessee losing and the lack of running game. You know losing the BYU and you know in the last seconds and overtime or whatnot. But if you're Ron Johnson and the wide receiver number twelve and he has two hundred yards this season, you want him to have a, you want to target him as most. As you can, Florida, and try to win this game. And uh, Tennessee, you got experience in your side in quarterback. So, and just play into your quarterback, trust him to make the plays. And because um, if Florida gets on you with that defense, it's not the same as what you're gonna look at Florida defense trying to keep them, keep them in the you know uh, keep Florida in the game. And try to win this because you know, like it's going to be a com- what type of quarterback they're going to get out of uh, these new guys because ain't too much people to know about, you know. And also, you got number 23 Cal against the Ole Miss. Against Ole Miss, and you got Cal that's 3 0, and Ole Miss is 2 1. They got 11 o'clock kickoff, and you're looking at uh, one of the top linebackers out there. Evan Wheeler, 158 tackles last year. And, you know, you got the quarterback, Chase 
Bagger for his second year. And then, you know, he took down Jameis Winston, uh, Jacob, uh, Jacob Easton, um, at Washington, uh, a couple weeks back or while. And he was seven, 11 for 18. He has, uh, you know, and he was notable for his long, uh, he had a long run, throw about 28 yards a game. And, uh, he had Spencer Brown at running back. He's 324 yards. He's getting like five yards a pop. So, there, uh, I got two, and he has two TDs, so, and then he has 16 carries against 80, 80, 16 carries and 80 yards versus Washington, and the reason why they won that game. So, you're looking like a 3-0, and you, you running the ball, Cal's running the ball, and also they have one of the top linebackers in the game, and you got Old Mills, this, uh, 2-1, he wants to keep the SEC fight live, and <laughs> against the Cal Berkeley, Cal, and the Cal is known for uh, tremendous uh, for the last three, well, the last six, seven years. Uh, Cal been putting good linebackers in the NFL. That's they're not stars, there, but they go to the NFL and has a, a moderate career. Uh, and looking at even wider, even like he's going to want to be walking in the next steps. Um, I think Downs was uh, even Downs um, that plays for Minnesota. I think he's the last. Uh, Cal linebacker that probably got drafted, but I'm not. But he one of them plays for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, and you got Ole Miss Matt Corral. Uh, and they did lose that loss. They did get that that loss. The Ole Miss got is was to Memphis, and that's fifteen. And, and they was they lost that game fifteen to ten. You know he was nine for nineteen. Like I said, he was nine for nineteen for ninety three yards. If he comes that way against. Cal, uh, nine or nineteen for that start and ninety three yards for the game. You guys will say these guys gonna take a L. They're gonna take a L to the uh, Cal, you know, because Ole Miss you got to start fast against Cal because Cal they kind of like the red, you know, the run and shoot type ball, you know, get a run back and you know a lot of shotgun runs. If you if you can't hold that and you come out with a slow start, you'll find yourself two and two digging deeper in the SEC, making the SEC look kinda kinda bad uh this year so far. Hope the SEC can uh, kinda uh hold it down this uh, this week. Then also also we got uh number eight Arvin Versus Texas A&M at 2.30. 17 rank. Texas A&M is 2-1. You know, you got Bo Nixon as a freshman versus Kevin Mon. 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 Kevin Mon. And, you know, Bo Nixon, Bo Nixon has four TDs, two interceptions. And then you got, and then he got a nice wide receiver in uh, Eli Stowe Jr. in his third year. And what I seen from Texas A&M, I don't see them winning this game. Cause I don't, uh, I don't know if it's Kevin Mond. What I seen last year has regressed with five touchdowns and three interceptions. Therefore, last week and when I did watch him, and uh, he didn't look good at all. Didn't look good at all against um, 
matchup last week. You can go look that up. And it seemed like the coaches, I got a question the coaches also. And when I think he was hurt, they kept him in the game. I commend the kid. He had heart. But seems they uh seen he was hurt, and they just sick the dogs out on him. And and, and just didn't pan out right. And uh, I got to get my nod to Auburn because they playing a little uh, – Bo Nixon's uh, this freshman right here. He got star prediction. He got an arm, can move a little bit. He got clutch in him. If you got that, and you got a quarterback that's trying to find himself again, and takes an in there, I got Auburn to stay undefeated. Takes an in falters for two and two weeks in a row, um, because um, you got to get better at the quarterback position. Then you got number 22, uh, Washington, Lincoln Easton versus BYU's defense. And, and the BYU offense, <laughs> that's something else. Even though that uh, late loss, uh, and, and I got a guess pretty much an up and down game, but can Jacob Easton, you know, bounce back from, and continue to make a strong projection for his this season from an ex-Georgia Georgia quarterback? Can he put the team on his shoulders? Can he have enough possessions and come up with the win? And that's a pretty much a pick 'em game. So, but I like BYU's offense, offensive line. And when they do mix it up in throw, I got uh, if I can say, it's one of the teams that I can wish I can like bring in the SEC with. And we trade them with Vannyville or something like that and the trade or whatnot or something. That'd be one of my trades. And then um and then probably Notre Dame over in SC or Pac twelve or something like that. And continue. We got the number and then we have the number twenty five. Oh yeah, that was a two thirty kickoff. Um and also we got the f- number fifteen, UCF versus uh Pittsburgh, and then you got Josh Heupel, got the offense running tremendously out of sight, out of mind, normal UCF start, but do you see him L in Pittsburgh, do you see Pittsburgh coming a big upset, you know, I can see him making it tough, but I'm going UCF, and that's one all the way. And Josh Hopper continued how these boys striving. Um, also, n- number 25, TCU 2-0 versus the SMU Mustangs. Can TCU continue to be undefeated? I say yes and keep the Big 12 streak going. And also, the notable game. Number 21, Virginia versus Old Dominion, 3-0. Virginia wins this game to stay undefeated in the top to continue to go up in the rankings. Then you got Texas versus Old State. Texas 2-1, Old State 3-0. Old State's not ranked, but can't. It's pretty much a pick em game. And uh, I don't see Texas really losing. But don't be surprised if O-State will come with an upset. 
But I see Texas winning this game and continue trying to fight to play Oklahoma and probably win uh, to try to win against Oklahoma to try to win the Big 12. And um, for right now, uh, you got O-State, you got uh, the, the quarterback position. O-State going a little bit different. And they're going with a little bit mobile quarterback, not just tradition, packet passer. So, you know, a shifty, you know, guy from, he's a freshman out there. And you got Texas Bullinger. And again, it's like a big, he's like a big Tebow. Uh, he's, he's smart. He knows what to do with the ball. Uh, he, he has uh, Calvin, uh, the wide receiver over there. He got Calvin. He got Calvin Johnson back there, so he got he got a weapon, and he, is the fact can he score enough of against O State? They got a running back over there. It's it's one of the top running backs out there. This and um, Trouble Herbert and um, can O State run make enough plays with him and the wide receiver over there? It's one of the wide receivers in best nation. Uh, Taiwan Wallace. And we'll talk about them two guys in a little bit. And then you got tonight's game. The Georgia Bulldogs versus Notre Dame. Woo! You guys would say this is going to be big playoff uh, predictions where Notre Dame thinks in the media and Everybody thinks Notre Dame is back, or and some of the players think they shouldn't have been in the college football playoffs last year, and they should have. And I, well, I was one of the the uh, analytics, the one of the um, guys that said, "Nah, they don't deserve to be there," and that's what happened. Man, but they got a losing record in the if you playing them playing against top ten football teams. <clears throat> but um Georgia quarterback Mark um, from Jay From beat him as a freshman as a freshman uh going into Notre Dame and I just think Notre Dame had a better team then. And um and I don't think the team they have right now is not we you they got some talent in a couple of positions and Ian Brock, people giving them a little so what Heisman um, accolades you know, dude is okay but but Georgia's defense, <clears throat> Georgia's defense in this is too much. They know a little bit more physical. The line offensive line is a little bit bigger. Uh, the secondary is laid by. Um, J.R. Reed back there, and they just have too much speed out there for Notre Dame, and Notre Dame haven't just faced nothing like that, and um, and that's where it goes right there. I think Georgia's right there, and they with preference of running backs, and they lineman is averaging three twenty something. Most is one of the heaviest line in the nation. Longs well right there. And also, and I, you know, I'm gonna go with Georgia on this one to win that game by two two touchdowns or more. 
Uh, and then another, uh, yeah, this is the episode uh, we're going to talk about every time we hear on Saturday morning, shake up. And yeah, and then here we're going to talk about wide receivers that got major skills. Rondé Moore from Purdue, when this dude gets the ball, it's a wrap. These dudes right here, these wide receivers right here got skills to pay the bills, the game changers, they go, they, they get the ball, they want to embarrass you. When he wants the ball, you can take him, you can put him in the slot. He's another guy, but you can put him in the slot, you can move him around, he run reverses, you can put him in the backfield, he can get off the line, and then you got Tyrone Wallace from O State. Big guy, physical guy that gets off, makes the craziest catches. You be like, wow, just throw it up there, he'll go get it. And then you got Justin Ross, Tyler Empey from Clemson. Big guys, they'll get it and take it to the distance. Tough catches in traffic. Then you have Collins Johnson from Texas. When I seen this guy last year, I was thinking about, oh, he's he just, you know, a product of Henry, you know, Johnson is this and that. But this guy makes plays. When you got to have two on him because he's going to try to embarrass you. He's, he can moss you. He can go deep on you. He can take the slants. And take it to this and make the clutch, clutch, clutch passes. T. Higgins, Jeremy Pickens from Georgia, 6'5, number one. If you watch him, he's going to make your eyes poke out with too many. His catch radius is sick. Then you got Rambo from OU, wide receiver. If he don't want to get it, he wants to run you over. He wants to stiff arm you. He wants to straight embarrass you. Whatever you got to do to make the highlight first down, and the guy catches the ball. And then you got Jeremy Judy, one of the top wide receivers in the nation. That's out snagging it, grabbing it. Been doing it for preferable years. Over a thousand yards wide receiver in these all of them years. Two was one of his favorite targets. Then also, we're gonna jump into the next and we got grown man out here. These running backs right here, one of the best in the nation. Wanna be one of the best NFL running backs in the future. John Trace Smith from Georgia can catch it. Can he just go in the speed that he has to break out in the open field and just smooth when he gets it. And he can just that jump and jump. You know you have that jump and uh jump cut. He has a jump cut and just take it a distance. J.K. Dobbs, Dobbs, Old State, Hall State, yeah. 
And they have another running back. They just keep falling in and at Ohio State. You give it to him, no telling. He's a he has a neck. He's a red zone. When you get him in there, in the like the top in the ten, he's gonna find his way in there. And then you got Travis Anthony from Clemson. Can take it from the distance anywhere. If you had a gaps on defense, you ought to see him to the end zone. Then you got Jonathan Taylor. is one like a battering ram up there. It seemed like he'd been there for about five or six years. Like he'd been there forever. But he's going to give you 100 yards every game. With that type of offensive line right there, and you got Jonathan Taylor right there, you can book it. He's going to be up there in the Heisman candidates, and he's a grown man. Then you got Trace M. Uh, uh, Sermon out there from OU. If you watched him in the last couple of weeks, he looked a little bit slim, slimmer, but he looks stronger. And he wants to run you over. He wants to step on you. He want to get delivered that punishment on you. And he's going to get you seven or eight yards a pop. And you got Chubb Hurd from uh, Oklahoma State. He's going to go to the disc. He wants the long run every play if he could. Because if you seen him last week, if you seen him a cup. Earlier, in those state, they keep running in the run. They keep finding guys that can make it happen in the backfield. And also, we're going to talk more about these positions out there. We got the lockdown. They clamp you down. Don't come over here. Don't do nothing. Don't pass over here. I got this on lock. You you over here. Don't throw over here. I'm going to follow you there. And these guys going to lock people down now. And they're going to lock you down in the future. They gonna, hey, pros, look out. Because it's lock season. They throwing in and they ain't throwing anybody the key. They eating the key. We got Grant print. From LSU, strong. If you see him out there, he's going to have you make sure you're going to have a long day. Curran Stevens, 62 stops from, uh, I think, uh, in four pitch. J.R. Reed from Georgia. He's a versatile safety. He plays in the box. He's in blitz. He can run the run position. He can. Play the nickel position. He's everywhere. If he's he's always a nose for the football. Xavier McKinnon from Bama. Game changer. Alabama always have one of those. When they come in the league, always have a guy to look out for to come in. It's gonna be a first round pick. Only Gilliam from Notre Dame. Look for him tonight to see how he performs in the, against the Georgia Bulldogs in the top 10 and seeing he's going to play to these young wide receivers when he's having the experience and see how he can hold up and see if he follows these wide receivers to see if he can push things on lockdown. Greg Hinchman from Iowa State, he's a transfer junior last year at 87 tackles, interception, intersect. That's a lot of run stopping, a lot of nose for the ball. I'm going to hit you. I don't care if we're losing, but I'm going to, what? Lock it down. And then you got Jordan Fuller, another floor, brother. Hmm. Yeah, it's another floor. And he's sitting in there, locking it down. 
Well, this, if you better watch out if you playing these teams. If you know these guys, oh, you're going to know and you're going to feel it. And you're going to talk about these mean streaks, these headhunters out there, these linebackers. It's only a few that I can get you off of, but the rest, if you know some, know some. But these are head hitters. These are go-getters. He's a headhunters, boy. And this boy from BYU, Isaac Canisius. And then you got linebacker from Alabama, Anthony Jennings. These guys has nose for the football, makes plays, doesn't miss. They're game changers. They make big plays. They can cover. They going to be in the NFL making plays. Isaiah Simmons, long range. You can play DN, can play linebacker, can cover. Anything you ask in a 3-4 system, a 4-3 position, even the edge. Isaiah Simmons, you're going to love this guy. And also, you're going to have prefler things that you're going to love this week. If you see anything, if you see them players with them skills that pay the bills on your team, yeah, I'm going to shout you out next week. Or if you're a grown man out there handling your business at running back, I'm going to see that. I'm going to see you handling your business over there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to put you in the OKO show, you know. And it's a college morning shake up. And I'm out the door. It's your boy OKO and I'm out the door. It's your college morning shake up. And I'll see y'all next week.